In Lekutah Sichas Chelik Vov, in the Sicha Beis, for Pashas Tetzaveh. In this Sicha, the Rebbe first explains Arashi, which is in the end of this week's portion, the end of Tetzaveh, in where the Torah talks about the uh, construction of the Mizbeach Apnimi, that's the altar, the Mizbeach that was inside of the Hechel. The, most of the vessels of the Mishkon are specified in the Parsha of Truma. The Mizbeach Apnimi, uh, the Mizbeach which was inside the Hechel, uh, that comes at the end of the Parsha's Tetzaveh. And um, so that Mizbeach was in addition to the Mizbeach HaChitsoini. On the outer Mizbeach that was in the courtyard of the Mishkan, over there were all of the different sacrifices and the karbonis that were brought. But as the Pasik in the Parshas, the end of Parshas says that the Mizbeach HaPnimi was used only for uh, the uh, ketoides, the incense that they would uh, bring every day, and also uh, for the um, Yom Kippur, uh, the blood of the carbon went on the corners of the Mizbeach, and the Pesach says that uh, you're not allowed to put any of the other uh things that you put on the Mizbeach outside, you're not allowed to uh, put them on the inside of the Mizbeach. And uh, the Pesach says that Kodesh Kadoshim Hula Hashem, that this is Kodesh Kadoshim, Holy of Holiest is He to Hashem, which means that the Mizbeach is Kodesh Kadoshim. So here again we see that there is a comment that Rashi makes. And on the simple, on the superficial level, when you learn the Rashi, it seems, and one can interpret, a Rashi means one thing. But when you are Medayik, when you look closely, and the wording of the Rashi, and the choice of words that Rashi makes, you come to a totally different conclusion, that Rashi's meaning, what Rashi is saying here, is different than you might think that Rashi is saying when looking at the Rashi at the first glance. And uh, the way the Rebbe proves it is from the very specific details in the wording of Rashi that we see that Rashi is very clear and very precise in his choice of words and Rashi's meaning is very clear and fits in with the simple meaning of the verse. And then the Rebbe is actually going to bring out that from this Rashi, uh, the way the Rebbe explains the Rashi, we can learn out a uh, very interesting uh, idea, also on the level of Halacha, of Torah. And the Rebbe answers with this a Tzorich Godel, a great uh, difficulty that the Minchas Chinuch asks in Halacha in a very intricate uh, details of how we count certain mitzvahs, uh, the number of mitzvahs, how we count them, and why 
certain mitzvahs are split into uh, more than one mitzvah and other mitzvahs are counted as just one mitzvah, which is to the number of the 630 mitzvahs that we have, exactly how to do that. And the Minchas Chinuch has a big issue with this and remains with a Tzorichi and Gadol with a great uh, difficulty. And the Rebbe explains that according to way Rashi, uh, we learned the Pshat and the Rashi, we see that according to Rashi, that question that bothers the uh, Minchas Chinuch is simply answered in a very simple in a very simple way and then further the Rebbe will also take uh, this idea um, the idea of the Mizbeach that we discuss over here the Mizbeach on the inside and the Mizbeach on the outside which uh, in the Yenosh Torah corresponds to the uh, person's heart, a person in his heart has the inner chambers of his heart and he has the outer chambers of his heart and uh, we can learn uh, from the differences uh, in the services and from the fact, the way Rashi learns over here uh, the uh, idea in this Rashi, how this also gives us an insight in our service to Hashem, as the Rebbe speaks in great detail in the end of the Sikha. So basically, the Sikha is divided into three parts. First, we have the Rashi part, which is explaining the Rashi, the simple meaning in the Rashi. Then the Rebbe goes on to explain a halachic issue, how we count uh, the mitzvahs, and how Rashi's interpretation will answer uh, a question of the Minchas Chinuch. And then we also have how this comes out in one service to Hashem, in the uh, level of serving Hashem with one's heart. But let's not get ahead of ourselves, but we'll start uh, first with the Rashi on the simple uh, meaning, and then we'll move on to the other parts. So, uh, as mentioned before, we're talking about here, about the um, about the uh, description of the Pasuk with regards to the Mizbeach HaPnimi, with regards to the altar that was uh, situated inside of the Heichel, also known as the Mizbech Hazov, also known as the Mizbech HaKetoides, because what you primarily used it for was the incense that was brought every single day. And we'll see what Rashi says over there, that uh, Rashi uh, emphasizes that uh, the Mizbech was meant for uh, just for the uh, ketores and for the uh, other specified service, and not for anything else. Let's do the Rashi the inside the sicha. Besiyum hasedre. At the end of this week's portion was retzich, in where he discusses begin the mizbeach apnimi with regards to the inner mizbeach. On their pasuk zok, the verse states kodesh kadoshim hula Hashem. Uh, with regards to the Mizbech, it says that he is holy to Hashem. Now, this expression that regards to the Mizbech, the Torah would use a language of Kodesh Kadoshi Hul Hashem, even though we're doing a Mizbech Hapnimi, is, seems to be uh, an issue which Rashi is bothered by, as we will see. As the, the Mepharshim seem to learn this is the issue that Rashi is bothered by, because the Posix calls it and it says, Kodesh Kadoshim Hul Hashem. Uh, 
that the Mizbech is holy of holy Rasha. Shtaltzich Rashi of Kodesh Kodoshim Hu. So Rashi bases his commentary, he quotes from the verse, the words, He is holy of holies. On his Mefadish, so Rashi explains these words, that HaMizbeach Mikudesh Lidvorim Halolu Bilvad, that the Mizbeach is holy, or he's been sanctified, only for these matters, meaning for the specified services that the Torah says is for the Ketoides and for the uh, blood that they put on Yom Kippur uh, but uh, not for any other type of service so what is Rashi's uh, commentary over here what is Rashi coming to teach us over here so the Mepharshim uh, learn in the simple uh, context that since we know that in the Beis Amikdash itself or in the Mishkan there were two sections there was the curtain that separated in between the outer part of the Mishkan and the inner part of the Mishkan and behind the curtain the inner part of the Mishkan was the Kodesh HaKadoshim uh, as the Pesach says V'yivdila HaPareiches Lochem Ben HaKodesh Ben Kodesh HaKadoshim in Truma Chava Pesach Lamed Gimel and we know that HaKoyin Godel couldn't go there only once a year as uh, we learn later on but the the Kodesh um, Kadoshim is usually reserved for the uh, place and the spot which is behind the curtain, uh, as opposed to the outer part of the Mishkan, that's usually referred to as Kodesh. So, why would the Pasuk call the Mizbeach HaPnimi Kodesh Kadoshim? That means a higher level in Kedusha. It would seem that the Mizbeach HaPnimi is a higher level of Kedusha. And uh, that's uh, something which uh, it's on the outside. Why would it be Kodesh Kadoshim? And therefore, Rashi is actually explaining that the word Kodesh Kadoshim isn't interpreted as we seems that the Mizbech is Kodesh Kadoshim. That would mean that it's a status that we're trying to describe the holiness, the level of holiness of uh, the Mizbech, sort of as something is Kodesh or something is Kodesh Kadoshim. No. Over here, the Mizbech is only Kodesh. It's a Kodesh that you put Kodeshim on it. It's Kodesh for Kodeshim. Not that the Mizbech is Kodesh Kodeshim. Mizbech is not Kodesh Kodeshim. Mizbech is only Kodesh. But the, it's Kodesh that on it you put holy things, which is the avoidance that you do on him. So, Bepashtus Lenat Mandirashi. So, simply, the Rashi is learned. When we learn the Rashi, as Rashi Vildo Bavoranen, that Rashi is coming to uh, caution here to explain that Mizbeach Azov is Doch Gishtanen in Hegel. The golden Mizbeach, this is the Mizbeach from the inside, was standing, which was covered with gold, as opposed to the Mizbeach that was standing outside, that was Mizbeach Anachoshes, was with copper, covered, it was overlaid with copper. So this called the Mizbeach Azov is Doch Gishtanen in Hegel. It was situated. Where was it standing? Inside of the Heichal, meaning in the Mishkan itself. Unit in Kodesh Kodoshim, and it wasn't standing in the Holy of Holies. It wasn't behind the curtain. 
Umemele, so therefore, is so his sanctity was not the sanctity from Kodshikadoshim, from Kodshikadoshim. So how would we call the Mizbeach Kodshikadoshim? So the far learned Rashi, therefore Rashi is interpreting and telling you that Hamizbeach Mekudosh Lidvorim Halolu. That the Mizbeach has been sanctified, he's Kodesh for these matters. Which means, as Kodesh Kodoshim meant nit, that when we say Kodesh Kodoshim does not mean as their Mizbeach or the Gidusha from Kodesh Kodoshim, that the Mizbeach itself has the holiness of Kodesh Kodoshim. We're not talking about the holiness of the Mizbeach. Nor the pirush is what the pasuk means to say kodesh kodoshim that is a kodesh as the kedusha from mizbeach kodesh the holiness of the mizbeach is far the kedoshim it's for kodshim to use put on it holy things that are enumerated before in the parsha such as the kitoidus and the uh, and the other avoiders so therefore that is done on the mizbeach apnimi so. That is a Kodesh for the Kodesh. Okay, so that would be enough uh, that Mizbech, Mekodesh, Lodvarim, Avalolo, Bilvad. So why does Rashi, but Rashi continues further. Rashi says it's Kodesh for this. And the Rashi has Veloy Lavaydacheres. So what is Rashi coming to t- tell us with not to the other services? Uh, because it would be. Uh, very obvious that the Pesach just finished saying that the Mizbech is for these Kiddushas. Why are we trying the Pesach? What is the purpose of the Pesach telling us over here again, Kodesh Kodoshim, who, that it's for this? We already know that it's for this. But Since on this, we have a question. What's the novelty? What are we telling us over here? This is something which one understands on of his own. We don't need the verse telling us that the mizbeach is mikudesh, that the mizbeach is holy to bring in him to bring on him the karbonis, those sacrifices, welcome and and those that you need to bring on him. That's what it's for. Why are we telling you that it's kodesh the kodesh? The river is Rashi Moisiv. Therefore, Rashi adds bilvad. Rashi says it's only for that. And not for something else. So the, the Rashi is coming to teach us that we're here also telling you that you can only do this, but not to do anything else. As mitkoidesh kadoshi main nit der posik to zogun dem The posik is not intending here to give you the positive what the koidesh that it is for the kadoshim. Was in them which contains in the words nor the shlila. The verse is really trying to tell you it's only for this, as as is mukudish nor fadi kadoshim that it is only holy so that you can bring to kadoshim unit for another mitzvah, but not for not for another avodah, not for something else. So. This is why Rashi is adding those words to tell us that it's what that the what is the pasuk trying to tell us that it's a kodesh for this kadoshim alone and nothing else is uh, is permitted on it. But 
one can ask, we already know the Pasik has just previously stated that you can't, Beferish, you can't do anything on it. It says not to bring no katoidus, uh, which is not prescribed over here, which is outside of this special instance burning that the Torah prescribes that the Koyin would do every day, and outside of the uh, other Avoida uh, Yom Kippur, Torah says Beferish. So why do we need a Pasik to tell us this is it and nothing else? Um, what is the Pasik trying to teach us? So the explanation is that we're trying to tell you that there is an additional positive mitzvah. There is one a violation, a prohibition of not to do anything else. Then the Torah tells you also, Kodesh Kadoshim Hu. This is Kodesh to bring only the Kadoshim, nothing else. Va'afal P. As the Rebbe explains this, even though as euch in them is that also in this there is really no nothing new that you can't use the mizbech for anything else. Euch does gefind meshen freyer on befeish. This too we already find earlier in the pasuk. Very specifically, the Torah says already, loisalu all of ketoides zora, not to bring upon on it no. A strange katoidus, uh, and you cannot bring any libation, the Torah says, etc. And uh, the Torah goes through the details of what you're not allowed to bring on the Mizbech. So, why would the Torah have to tell us at the end, whether here, the Kodesh Kodoshim, who, that you cannot bring anything else? But that's not a problem, because from Desvek and Chazet, the Posik Nochamol, so the verse reviews it again and repeats it again is in order to add to add an additional positive command of them on this idea was that if a person will sacrifice if he shall bring on the inner Mizbech other Karbonis, so then he will transgress as a Zoever Zayn, then he will transgress not only will he be violating the violation of the prohibition of which the Torah says you shall not bring up but he will actually be transgressing another command but in this case, an eser. If that eser, Kodesh Kodoshim, on the positive mitzvah, Torah says it is holy, That and then you know it is holy, but you cannot bring anything else because of it. He is holy. It's only holy for these things, not for nothing else. And lava bomiklal eser is eser. Since we learn out the prohibition from the positive, and Torah Kodesh Kodoshim, who, that only for this, and from the from the positive, we learn out, but for nothing else, then it means a violation of an S. So, basically, uh, in this Ois, the Rebbe explained what would be the reasonable interpretation at the first glance in the Rashi. That Rashi is, number one, coming to tell us over here that the Kodesh um, Kodoshim and the Pshat and the Posik, the meaning of the verse is not that the Mizbech is Kodesh Kodoshim, because the Mizbech itself was only Kodesh but it was Kodesh to use Kodshim on it. And then Rashi also says to you that this Pasik is is coming to tell you that it's only meant for these Kodshim that are specified over here and not for any other Kodshim, so that if you put anything other Kodshim on the Mizbech, you would be violating also an Esa in addition to the Loisese. 
The Rebbe will show in the Sikha just the opposite, that what seems at the first glance uh, is really not the uh, correct meaning of Rashi, but Rashi is just the opposite, that really, in essence, uh, there is, the Rebbe is going to show various different details in the Rashi, but that means differently, but the the one of the, one of the main points is that Rashi should not really be bothered by the language of Kodesh Kodoshim. Uh, that shouldn't be pose a problem for Rashi. As we're learning now, Rashi's biggest problem, big problem is how could the Mizbeach Apnimi, which was in the outer part, I mean inside the Heichel, but it was outside of the curtain, he was in the Kodesh, not in the Kodesh Kodoshim, how could we call that Kodesh Kodoshim? The Rebbe says that's not a problem because we find even with regards to the Mizbeach HaChitzin, he wasn't even standing, that Mizbeach wasn't standing inside the Heichel at all, and yet the Torah could refer to it as Kodesh Kodoshim. And as we see there from the Rashi and the and the Pshat and the Pasik, over there it means, because it is it has a greater sanctity than some of the other uh, uh, parts of the Mishkan, there were the curtains of the Mishkan, and then there was the Mizbeach, so the Mizbeach, the curtains are Kodesh, and the Mizbeach, even the Chitzin is a Kodesh Kodeshim for the, uh, if relative to the uh, to the to the curtains and the Mizbeach Apnimi can be Kodesh Kodesh relative even to the Mizbeach Achitzin. Any level up that it goes up in Kedusha can be referred to as a Kodesh Kodeshim to the other level. So why Rashi wouldn't be bothered by a problem by the call of the here Kodesh Kadoshim. The uh, place, the Kodesh Kadoshim inside of the Mishkan, relative to the outside, is called Kodesh Kadoshim next to the Kodesh. So that shouldn't pose a problem to Rashi. Uh, and that's not at all what Rashi was uh, was was bothered by. Um, and, and as the Rebbe learned that Rashi was coming to 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 tell us of here because Rashi was bothered. Why do we have to tell you that it's Kodesh Kadoshim when this is something that we know that the Mizbeach is Kodesh Kadoshim because he's even holier than the Mizbeach Achitzim because it's in the inside. And why would the Torah have to tell you that it's Kodesh Kadoshim? And and the Rebbe learns that Rashi is coming to tell you what the Pasik is coming here to teach you is to give you the reason. Um, for the psukim before, the psukim before says you can't do any other things on this mizbeach, and the Torah is giving you sort of the definition of why. The Torah is saying to you, Kodesh Kodoshim, since it is Kodesh Kodoshim, and therefore you don't want to degrade, you don't want to take away from the Kodesh Kodoshim of this mizbeach by doing things which would take it down from its kedusha. So the Pasik is telling us that it's only for this, but not for other things, and therefore that is the uh, reason, and this is the definition, why one is not allowed to do other avoidance uh, or to pour other on the Mizbech, because that would inevitably degrade it. And the Rebbe is now in Oiz Bey is going to first start with questions and show you particularly that if the interpretation was that we had just presented before, that Rashi is trying to change the uh, meaning of Kodesh Kodoshim, that it's not a description of the Mizbeach, but rather it's a Kodesh for Kodoshim, in addition to the question that I just mentioned, that it shouldn't really be a problem to Rashi, but if you look in the details in the wording of Rashi, you will see that Rashi couldn't mean this. 
as we'll see in Ois base. The first question that the Rebbe asks here, if we should actually interpret the meaning of Kodesh Kodoshim, as we were trying to interpret the Rashi, that it means that not the Mizbech is Kodesh Kodoshim, that the Mizbech is, has the status of holy amongst holies, but rather it's a Kodesh for Kodoshim, then we, we have a problem with the verse. How do we interpret the verse Kodesh Kadoshim, it's a Kodesh for Kadoshim. Then it says La Hashem. It seems the word La Hashem seems to say that the Mizbeach is a Kodesh Kadoshim. It's holy as holy as to Hashem. But if it means it's a Kodesh for Kadoshim, so what does it mean La Hashem? It's like an orphaned word over there. It's Kodesh for Kodesh Kadoshim, a Kodesh for Kadoshim. So the word La Hashem doesn't really make so much sense if that's the interpretation. Let's look inside. Base. Like them, Pirish is up and it moving according to this interpretation. However, we don't understand. Aleph, number one, for the Mloshin Apostle, Kodesh Kadoshim Hula Hashem. When the Apostle uses the words and says, Kodesh Kadoshim, he is to Hashem, is Mashma. The meaning it appears as Oyr der Vod Kadoshim, that the word Kadoshim. But Tzitzich to Mizbech Alein is a reference to the Mizbech itself. We're trying to describe the Mizbech. We're saying the Mizbech is Kodesh Kadoshim Lashem. As the Mizbech is Kodesh Kadoshim to Mebrishten. That the Mizbech is holy of holiest to Hashem. Rashi's Pirush. But according to the way we're trying to say now, Rashi's interpretation is uh, that Kodesh Kadoshim is means as the Mizbech is Mekudesh to Kadoshim. That the Mizbech is. Holy for other kochim. So then it's not smoothly the meaning of the verse. It doesn't fit so well. The word lahavaye. It's kodesh for kadoshim. What is the lahavaye here? But of course, as I mentioned earlier, the Rebbe will learn, no, that kodesh kadoshim is on the mizbech. The mizbech is a kodesh kadoshim lahashem. And that's not, that wasn't the problem. So we're not going to have that problem. The second question that the Rebbe asks, and the way we learned, is the uh, details, the word, the choice of words that Rashi uses, because Rashi is trying to say, according to uh, the same way we were trying, we're learning in the beginning, uh, Rashi is trying to say that it is Kodesh for the Kodoshim. So why would Rashi use the language that it's Kodesh for Lidvorim halolu. Rashi should have said the mizbech mekudesh lekachim halolu because we're trying to interpret the word kodesh kadoshim, the word kadoshim. Why is Rashi lidvorim? It shows you that no, there's something else over here. Base v'baldas mitzayim pirush hamizbeach mekudesh chulu. Since with Rashi's intention, with his intention that the Mizbech is holy, is Rashi Mefarish, the Verter Kodesh Kodoshim, Rashi interprets the words of Kodesh Kodoshim, basically the word Kodoshim, that it means that it's holy for the holy. As their Mizbech is Mikudosh, that the Mizbech is sanctified, that it's only for this Kodoshim. Vashtayin Friya, that the Posik mentions, that are written earlier. Rashi should have written The Mizbech is holy for this Kochim. Why does he change Why does he say for these 
these matters instead of kochim alolu. He's trying to interpret the word kochim. So he said lekochim alolu, if that's what Rashi's intention. But in the Rebbe's final interpretation later on, as the Rebbe is going to learn that actually Kodesh Kodoshim is a description of the Mizbeach. And what we're trying to tell you here, Rashi is telling you is that the Mizbeach is Kodesh Kodoshim. And that's why you can't bring anything else. So Rashi doesn't want to say that you can only bring these Kodoshim because then you may misinterpret, as we're interpreting now, that Kodesh means for the Kodoshim. So Rashi changes from the word Kodoshim to the word Dvarim. We'll see later on. This is, fits in very well with the Rebbe's Pshat, uh, as he brings down later on, that we don't want to use Kodoshim. But as we're learning now in the questions, if the meaning of Kodesh means Kodesh Kodoshim means Kodesh for Kodoshim, then instead of Rashi changing the words to Lidvarim Alolu, Rashi said Kodoshim Alolu, which is the uh, subject matter, which is the word of Kodoshim that we're interpreting over here. And the third question the Rebbe asks, since um, the issue over here is whether the Mizbeach, as we're learning now, is whether the Mizbeach is uh, itself called Kodesh Kadoshim, and Rashi interprets that it's Kodesh for Kadoshim. But we know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Mizbeach over here. And the Shaila is that one, as we're learning in the Rashi now, that one can assume that the meaning of the Posik is that the Mizbeach is Kodesh Kadoshim. Rashi is telling you, no. The Mizbeach is not Kodesh Kodoshim, but the Mizbeach is Kodesh for Kodoshim. But we know that we're talking about the Mizbeach. Why does Rashi have to say that Hamizbeach, the word Hamizbeach that Rashi uses over here, Hamizbeach Mikudosh Ludvarim Halolu, why the emphasis of the word Mizbeach? Rashi should have just said that is Mikudosh Ludvarim Halolu without saying the Mizbeach, because we're talking about the Mizbeach. Look inside. Gimel. Rashi's Chiddush is doch bloiz b'negeye zum pirush von Kodesh HaKadoshim. Rashi's novelty, Rashi's only really explaining the meaning of the word of Kodesh Kadoshim. That it's not the Mizbeach is holy of holiest, but it's a Kodesh for Kadoshim. Ober azod diverte batzinzich zum Mizbeach, but the fact that the words Kodesh Kodoshim are referencing the Mizbech. What is the Kodesh Kodoshim? That is the Mizbech. About whom the whole Pasha talks about is the Mizbech. That's something which is obvious. It's simple. We don't have, that's not the issue here. So Rashi seemingly should have just explained the meaning from Kodesh Kodoshim. It should just say, Oh, but Rashi zokt. Rashi said, "Hamizbeach mekudosh chulu." What is our meisiv mitn word hamizbeach? What is Rashi coming to add with the word hamizbeach? So, basically, from all these three questions, we see that there's something else going on over here, because as we learn in the simple meaning that Rashi was just coming to tell us that we shouldn't translate mizbeach is that the Kodesh Kadoshim is, that the Mizbech is the Holy of Holies. But we should translate it 
to as the meaning of that it's Kodesh uh, for Kodoshim, and not that it is Kodesh Kodoshim. So then we have the uh, three diukim uh, from that the Rebbe asks over here, that first of all, the language of Lashem and the Pasuk doesn't feel so well. Also, Rashi should use the words instead of Lidvorim, Rashi should say Lekotshim Alolu, because we're trying to emphasize the Kotshim. And number three, uh, Rashi shouldn't emphasize the word Hamizbech. And we will see that the way the Rebbe learns the Pshat in the uh, Pshat and Rashi, all these three questions are answered uh, smoothly. In Ois Gimel, uh, the Rebbe is going to deal with uh, the um, the prop the possibility of answering this third question. This third question can possibly be answered, uh, that there could be an interpretation why Rashi has to bring down the word Hamizbeach, because one might learn that the Kodesh Kadoshim is referring on Aaron, that it goes on the person that uh, Aaron, because the, the beginning of the verse talks about that Aaron was the one who will atone uh, on the Mizbeach once a year when it comes out from the uh, Yom Kippur with the Avoid of Yom Kippur. So one can interpret that the Posik is talking about here, Kodesh Kodoshim Lashem, that it's Aaron Kodesh Kodoshim Lashem. Rashi wants to therefore emphasize uh, with the word Hamizbeach that it's not about Aaron, but it's really about, um, it's about the Mizbeach. But um, the Rebbe says that it's very difficult according to uh, the simple meaning to say that it's really going on Aaron, so that we don't even need to exclude this. And also, when uh, Rashi's language, when he says that it's Mekudosh Ledvarim Halolu, for these things, so these things are items that are on the Mizbech, so it's obvious that we're talking about the Mizbech. Rashi wouldn't need to exclude that by adding the word uh, HaMizbech. Look inside, Gimel. To the with regards to this third question, we could have seemingly answered it. There are commentators, they interpret, they learn, when it says that it's holy of holy, it does not refer that the Mizbech is holy of holy, but it goes, or holy for holies, but not if Aaron, it actually refers to Aaron. The beginning of the verse begins, Aaron will atone, etc., that he will put the blood on the corners of the Mizbeach, the Pasuk says, and this regards to Aaron, is our Messiah, the verse concludes, that he is holy to Hashem. Where do we find such a reference with regards to a Kohen Gadol, that he is a Kodesh Kadoshim, and there's a Pasuk for that. There's actually a Pasuk in Divra Yom, it says, that Hashem separated Aaron to make him holy, holy of holy. So he, there is a reference to Kodesh Kadoshim, and that's the meaning, according to the Mephoshim, according to the Malbim, that the meaning of the Pasuk of Kodesh Kadoshim Hul Hashem. Kenmen Ober we can, however, not say as Rashi's kavona mitna mizbeach that Rashi's intention by using the word mizbeach is to show that on the pirush is coming to exclude this interpretation. 
And the Rebbe adds in the footnote over here that there's another interpretation that Kodesh Kadoshim goes on the day of Yom Kippur when the um, when the blood is sprinkled. Uh, so that is also we can't say that Rash that this is what Rashi is coming to exclude him. So why can't we say this in Rashi? Is vile because number one, all of the Rebbe says uh, mikra in the simple uh, reading of the text according to the literal level is move on oich on Rashi's pirush. So then, even without Rashi commentary, is saying amizbeach as kodesh kadoshim goimer that when it says holy of holies gate oif amizbeach is referencing the mizbeach or nitoif aron doesn't refer to aron. But in the ganze parsha redoch vegman the mizbeach because the entire section over here uh, is talking about about the mizbeach over here and. Uh, when the pasuk in actually Rebbe brings down the order in this verse itself, it talks about it says karnoisov that you sprinkle on his corners, and then it says olav on the mizbech. It's all not talking about the person that's doing it. In the verse, it's all the verse is all talking about the mizbech. The verse isn't talking nidvegen arin. Un vechiper arin, and when it says arin will atone, arin is not the player over here. Chiper arin is those blows aprat in dini mizbech. It's only a detail. In the laws of the Mizbeach, that who should be the one that should bring it? It's Aaron. So the Torah just mentions Aaron as a detail over here within the process of what's taking place on the Mizbeach. So in the simple interpretation of the verse, for us to say that since the Posse begins with V'chipral of Aaron, and then it says Al-Karnoisov, and then it says Achaz Bashona and Olov, on the Mizbeach, and put in the Karnoisov, that when the Posse concludes, it says, Kodesh Kedoshim Lashem, uh, as the Torah is all done in Parsha Mizbech, in the section of Mizbech, Mevayrzain, the Mile of Aaron, that here all of a sudden the Torah is t- telling you the greatness of Aaron, that Aaron is Kodesh Kadoshim. Doesn't make sense in the simple meaning of the Pesach. So, in the first question on this possibility, uh, Rashi says, we, in the Pashtab Shat and the Pesach, we don't even have to exclude it because it's obvious. But in addition to that, the Rebbe says that within the text of the Rashi, without using the word Namizbeach, Rashi itself uh, already makes it clear that he's talking about the Mizbeach. Base. But Rashi zok mekudesh lidvarim halaluchulu, that it was holy for these matters. So then we see it's Kodesh for these things, for the services. Uh, that's talking definitely about the Mizbeach. Rashi then doesn't have to use the word Mizbeach. We already automatically know as Kodesh Kadoshim, Geitef Mizbeach is referring to the Mizbeach on Nitef Aaron. So the, in the later context of the words, it doesn't fit into Aaron, it fits in the Mizbeach. Is the Chodrakush Leduchta? So the question comes back to its place. What is Rashi intending here by adding the word Amizbeach? And again, these three questions the Rebbe asked in Nois Beis are all going to be answered very smoothly according to the Rebbe's Pshat, as the Rebbe will say later on. But the Rebbe tried to answer the th- number three. The reason for Mizbech is to exclude from the interpretation of the Malbim that it goes on Aaron Hakoyin, the Kodesh Kadoshim is a reference to Aaron. And the Rebbe says that that's A, not necessary because in Pshat it wouldn't make sense that it goes on Aaron, and B, Rashi already excludes that from the further text in the Rashi by saying, Avedus Halalu. 
And therefore, we have that question. Now, it's interesting also in the Rebbe, in the Ha'ores, uh, the Rebbe also brings down that the Chlal, uh, the, const- the idea that the Malbim brings down, that Kodesh Kodoshim, who Lashem, uh, is would be um, a difficulty in our Posik, because our Posik is talking about Arin. Uh, we're talking about Aaron, the Kohen Godel. He's the one who does the service once a year, which the Pasuk is talking about, that he brings the blood onto the Karnas HaMizbech. And the Pasuk, the Pasuk in Divrei Yomim, on the other hand, over there it's actually Mashma, that the... Um, it's talking about all the Kohanim. Uh, talking about everybody. The Rebbe explains over there. And the same thing, the Rebbe challenges the interpretation of the Divri Shoal that uh, it's talking about Kodesh Kodesh and Barachas Bashono. So there's problems with that shot independently. But of course, the Rebbe says in Rashi, uh, we don't need to be Shoilalit, and Rashi is Shoilalit anyway. So why is the word Hamizbech? In Ois Dalet, the Rebbe is going to show that actually this whole question to begin with is, is that we're trying to say that Rashi's problem was is not really a problem. Because uh, we find the language of Kodesh Kadoshim, and that wouldn't bother Rashi. Rashi wouldn't have to interpret that Kodesh for Kadoshim and not Kodesh Kadoshim. There's another problem that bothers Rashi, as the Rebbe will explain later on in Hay. And let's learn inside in Ois Dalit. Ois Dalit. So, Noisev to the Diyukim Hanal, in addition to the above mentioned. Points was bepirush Rashi doif as brought up with relationship to Rashi's commentary over here is the oich schwer von andere erter. It is also difficult to understand Rashi over here if this is the interpretation and what is troubling Rashi that he calls the base, the Mishkon, the Mizbeach Hapnimi, the Mizbeach Haktoiris, that he calls it Kodesh Kodoshim. So then, this is difficult for Nander Erter. It's difficult that from what we find in other places. The Loshin Kodesh Kodoshim, Shtechen Friyer in Der Sedra. The language, the expression, Kodesh Kadoshim is already stated earlier in this portion. B'shaiches zum Mizbeach HaChitzen. In relationship to the Mizbeach of the outside, on the outer Mizbeach that's stirred in the courtyard. Vazayn Kiddusha, the sanctity of the Mizbeach HaChitzen is, Kimuvan is as understood, it's a lesser holiness than the Mizbeach HaPnimi. And doch, and yet, Rashi doesn't place himself to explain the language Kodesh Kadoshim. Why would it be called Kodesh Kadoshim when it's on the Azorah? So if we shall say that Rashi has a problem with the name Kodesh Kadoshim that the Torah refers to to the Mizbeach 
Hapanimi over here in the Parshas Tetzaveh. So why wouldn't Rashi be troubled? How come the Torah refers with the name Kodesh Kadoshim to the Mizbeach HaChitzin, which is mentioned earlier in the Parsha? And the Rebbe continued, there is a commentary of Rashi over there, uh, which maybe one can argue that Rashi's commentary over there is actually trying to answer this question too. The Rebbe is going to suggest that, wait a minute, actually this is by Rashi's troubled over there too, and hence Rashi has the commentary over there as the Rebbe is going to bring down now. And the Rebbe is going to say, even if you're going to argue that, which it seems like that's not what Rashi is coming to tell us over there. But even if yes, still we do find the concept the Rebbe is going to say, Kodesh Kodoshim, elsewhere. Uh, and we see that Rashi has no problem with that. And there's a very simple explanation in Kodesh Kodoshim that it's holier than other things, even though it's not in the actual Kodesh HaKodoshim, which is inside inside of the Parochas. But yet it's Kodesh Kodoshim next to something else. So that wouldn't be really such a great difficulty. So the Rebbe says, even if you are going to, in a squeezed way, in other words, uh, you're going to try to squeeze in this interpretation. As Rashi, Mitzayim Pirush Dor, that Rashi, when he comments over there, what does Rashi say? When Rashi talks about Kodesh Kadoshim, says Rashi, Umahu Kudushasai. What does his con- sanctity of the Mizbech consists of, so Rashi says, The Posik says that anything that touches the Mizbech becomes holy, meaning that even things that are unfitting and are not really belonging on the Mizbech, but Kodesh Kodoshim, that if it touches the Mizbech, it nevertheless becomes Kodesh, that thing becomes holy just for coming in contact with the Mizbech. So we're going to say that Rashi is intending, main to Rashi intends to explain, that Rashi wants to explain the meaning of Kodesh Kodoshim. As their Kodesh, which is the holiness, the Kedusha, is for Kodoshim, is for Kodoshim. Thus, haste, that means to to make it holy. So we would also touch over there the meaning of Kodesh HaKodoshim, similar to what we want to say, Pshat over here, that one, it's Kodesh, so that it makes other things Kodesh that touch it, as we say over here. So even if this should be the interpretation, Rashi, there, and we're saying even, and as the Rebbe in Ha'ar of 14s, explains why it's difficult to say that this was Rashi's explanation over there, and Rashi doesn't mean uh, that Kodesh HaKadoshim, that it does not refer to the Mizbech HaChitzen itself, but rather it's Kodesh L'Kadoshim. So the Rebbe goes through and it says that it's difficulty in the heading of Rashi over there. We see that Rashi is not bringing down the word Kachim, so he's not really explaining the word Kachim. And also, Rashi doesn't write it beferish, and simply from the language, the Rebbe argues, uh, it's mashma, that it's expressing the, uh, it's not something else, but Kodesh Kadoshim is the uh, reference for the actual Mizbeach. And the Rebbe learns 
that just as we're going to answer later on, the Rebbe's Pshat, that the uh, problem of Rashi over here is, what is the Chiddush that is Kodesh Kadashim? Not how could it be Kodesh Kadashim, but what is the Chiddush of Kodesh Kadashim? So Rashi explains over there that the Chiddush that is Kodesh Kadashim, that it makes other things Kodesh, similar to what the Rebbe will explain over here. But nevertheless, in the inside in the Sikha, the Rebbe says, even will say that Rashi is explaining that with the God it's still problematic because he's abrevited in Parshas Bamidbar. Later on, Parshas Bamidbar, Imperic Dalit, Posuk Dalit. So Rashi says, over there, Zokt Rashi Bipashtus. So Rashi says there in a very simply, it says, as Allah Mishkon, that all the vessels of the Mishkon, that war where the children of Kohos carried. The Torah talks about there how the different sons of Kohos, Gersh and Kohos Merari, had different tasks of different things that they carried. What was the Bnei Kohos? They were carrying the uh, Klei HaMishkan. They were carrying the vessels of the Mishkan. There were... Uh, other sons that were carrying the um, curtains, the covers of the Mishkan, there were the uh, those that were carrying the actual uh, kalim of the Mishkan. So the kalim included which was the Bnei Kohos, which means they would carry them. And the Torah describes the load that was carried by the Bnei Kohos, Heisun Kodesh HaKadoshim. They are called Kodesh HaKadoshim. Why are they called Kodesh HaKadoshim? HaMekudosh Mikulam. Which is holier than, 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 than all of them. The, you know, they're called Kodesh HaKadoshim, which is holier than the rest, than the rest of them. Now, some of the stuff that they were carrying, it also included the Oren. And the Oren was actually in Kodesh HaKadoshim. But that's why the Rebbe emphasizes here, everything that they carried, including the Mizbechis, we're not only calling them that they're carrying Kodesh HaKadoshim, just the Oren. They carried whatever they carried over there, including the Mizbechis, and all they can recall because Mekodesh Mekulam. And that makes their load greater than the loads of the other sons who carried either the covers or they carried the actual beams, the structure, the panels, the crush of the Mishkan. Because the Tam Fun is Fashtandik. What is the reason? Why are they called them holier than all of them? Because these kalim are more sanctity, they're more holier than the covers, than the panels that used as coverings for the mishkan, and the kroshma, and the panel, and the planks. The massive of Bnei and Bnei Merari. The loads that Bnei Geresh and Bnei Merari carried. So Rashi says that why were they were carrying is called Kodesh Akadoshim because it was Amit Kodesh Bikulam. It was the most holier amongst all the other loads. Is the Chmit Muvan, so therefore it's not understood. 
since we can translate over there Kodesh HaKadoshim in Parashat Bamidbar, we can translate over there that Kodesh HaKadoshim means Holy of Holiest, even though they're not, they we're talking about the Mizbechas over here, because they were holier than the other things. So, so what is Rashi problems? What is bothering Rashi with the language of Kodesh Kadoshim? From this verse, which is written with regards to the inner Mizbech. And this language already, A, is already written by Mizbech HaChitzin. But by both of them, Saibad the Mizbech HaChitzin, Saibad the Mizbech HaPnimi, you can translate it, Mekudosh from the Yiriyas Chulu, that they are holier than the Yiriyas and the covers. The language of the Kodesh HaKadosh. One can... Uh, argue it seems maybe over here that um, in that Parshin by Midbar later in which it talks about the different loads and we're talking about the loads of the Bnei Kos, we talk about the loads of the Bnei Gershom, Bnei Merari so we're contrasting the load of the Bnei Kos to the loads of the Bnei Geshe And we're saying that it's Kodesh HaKadoshim that relative to what the other ones are carrying. But here, we're talking about the structure of making the Mizbeach HaKadoshim and or the Mizbeach HaKadoshim earlier in the parsha. In that case, we weren't really talking about a contrast about something else. We're just talking about uh, building the uh, structure, building the, the as independent, we're not talking about next to the Yiris or next to something else. So to call them in that way, one maybe can argue that in that case it doesn't make so much sense to argue the user language Kodesh Kodashim. I'm just thinking out loud, but it looks like that the Svara is, since it is in the proximity with the Yiriyas, with other things, so even though there is no direct comparison, you know, not carrying one versus the other as it is over there, it still would make sense to say Kodesh Kodashim, and that shouldn't be problematic, especially after already the Torah used the language of Kodesh Kodashim with regards to the Mizbeach HaChitzin, why would Rashi have such a problem? And the Rebbe is going to answer, Rashi doesn't have that problem. Because it could, Kodesh Kodoshim is not Rashi's problem. Because that Kentaka be so, and that would not be a problem. Rashi's problem, the Rebbe is going to explain, is why would the Torah have to tell us that it's Kodesh Kodoshim? Of course it's holier than the Yiris. And why is it important over here? Rashi is trying to tell us over here that the uh, definition of the Mizbeach HaKetoris is that it's Kodesh Kadoshim, and therefore no other things are permitted on it as we're going to learn that even the things that are brought on the Mizbeach HaKetoris are not permitted on the Mizbeach HaKetoris and the reason is, the Pasuk is saying is, you cannot bring in the other stuff, and why? Because Kodesh Kadoshim.
because it is on a holier level. A holier level, you can't degrade it by taking the things that are not as holy, don't reach up to the level, and therefore things that are put on another Mizbech cannot be put on this Mizbech. Let's look inside, I say. Is the beer in them? So the explanation in this is, but Rashi is shver is koydish kadoshim hu. Rashi is difficult when it says that is koydish kadoshim, and fununzer posik in our verse is not is not vi azoishi shaykh to zogun. How is it possible to say oifun mizbech and mizbech koydish kadoshim? How could we say that it's koydish kadoshim? That's not Rashi's problem. But Adra, but the contrary, that's not a problem. It is Kodesh Kadoshim, we understand. It's holier than some of the other stuff, so it is Kodesh Kadoshim. It doesn't have to be in the, uh, behind the curtain in the Kodesh Kadoshim in order to be called Kodesh Kadoshim. But on the contrary, Rashi's question is not how could it be Kodesh Kadoshim, but to the verse of the Pasuk Zognazir is Kodesh Kadoshim. Why is it important for the verse to tell us it's Kodesh Kadoshim? It's understood by itself that it's Kodesh Kadoshim. It's of course from Mizbech If the Mizbech HaChitzin is Kodesh Kadoshim, so this of course is Kodesh Kadoshim. Why tell us that it is Kodesh Kadoshim? If them entered Rashi, this is what Rashi is coming to answer you. So according to this, we know Kodesh Kadoshim is on the Mizbech. It's not Kodesh for Kadoshim, to bring a Kodoshim. It's Kodesh Kadoshim, the Mizbech is Kodesh Kadoshim. But why is the Pesach have to tell us this? So Rashi says, as midverter, Kodesh Kadoshim give the pasuk a tam of the isur lo isalu gomer, and the pasuk is out to give us a reason why you cannot uh, bring up on it anything of the other stuff that you bring on the other mizbeach, and nothing else can be brought besides what the Torah prescribed that the Torahs that the Kohen brought once in the morning, once in the afternoon, part in the morning, part in the afternoon. That's the only thing that can go on, and then you. Atoned once a year on the corners of the Mizbech, as the Pasik says, the Kayin Godel and Yavavodiv Yom Kippur. And that was it. And why? Why could nothing else go up? It's because Kodesh Kadoshim. The Baldur is Kodesh Kadoshim. Tzavish and Kachim Gufa is a Kodesh. Because amongst Kadoshim itself, he is holier than the other holiest. And is Helio von Allah Kachim, Afuvot Mizbech Achitzen. And in this case, the Kodesh Kadoshim is even holier than the Mizbech Achitzen. And therefore, the river is a mekudesh nor ledvarim alolu. That's why he is only mekudesh for these items, which is the only thing you can do on him is the ketores that you bring the ketores, the incense that you bring on it, umatn domim v'chatas akipurim, and the sprinkling of the blood of the chatas, the karm chatas the kipurim that you put on the karnas mizbech. That's the only thing because anything else you can't burn it because of the sanctity and it's being holier than the other stuff. So even though the other stuff. The other karbonis and the nesachim and the binchas and the oil and the asham go on the other karbon on the other mizbeach. They cannot go. This mizbeach is too high for that, too holy. You're not permitted to do any other service on it. So as not to, in order not to degrade it, to take it down from its holy level by doing the other avodas on him, you would be taking him down from its level. And now it makes sense where Rashi says that it's only for these items. Because on the contrary, Rashi doesn't want to use the language that it's 
uh, special for these kachim because then you can mistakenly try to learn that it's kodesh for these kadoshim. And Rashi doesn't want you to learn it's kodesh for kadoshim. It's the mizbeches kachim. We we're just saying to you that the reason why it is kodesh kadoshim is because only these things are permitted, and we're not using the lotion of kachim as not to confuse with what we thought, what the original thought was to learn. When the Farzok Trashi Lidvorim Halolu, Rash says it's holy for these matters. Unitli Kochim Halolu, not for this Kochim. But the word Kochim from Posik, because Rashi wants to make it clear that the word Kochim is not substituting, the Dvorim are not the Kochim, the same word as the Kochim of here. It's different. The word Kochim, Posik, Batsitzich, is applying. It's not the services. It's not Kodesh for these Kadoshim for giving the Kodesh, for offering the incense and giving the blood. As you can learn in the first glance, as the first approach, superficially. But the Kodesh Kadoshim on the Mizbeach. So Rashi makes it clear as Eris Kodesh Kadoshim. So, and therefore, it's not Kodesh for these Kadoshim, but it's Kodesh Kadoshim is Beach. And the Mizbech is for these things. And the only way to emphasize this is by not using the word Kachim to point to you the fact that the Kachim is not these uh, are not these items because the in the Posik Kachim is a reference to the Mizbech Hapnimi, not to the items that are brought on the Mizbech Hapnimi. And that's also the reason why Rash says Hamizbeach. To tell you that what we're talking about over here is the Mizbeach is the Kadoshim. And don't make a mistake, the Mizbeach is for the Kadoshim. The Farzok Tarashi, the Farashi emphasizes the Mizbeach, the Rebbe asked earlier, it doesn't have to say the word Mizbeach, just say Mikudosh. Is to emphasize to Madgizai. Rashi is trying to emphasize the Mkhidish was the Posik Tutoif, the novelty, what the verse is accomplishing here, the verse gives the reason, he says, to give you the reason, what is the novelty, what are we accomplishing here, what we're trying to tell you here, with the words, the Torah already says, don't bring up these things, so we know, that we can't do it, that that's not allowed, but we don't know why it's not allowed. The Pasik is coming now to give you a definition and an explanation why it's not allowed. It's not just the Torah says, don't do this for some reason. The Torah is telling you because Kodesh Kodoshim, Atam, does it need Atam Be'alma? It's not just a reason. Don't do it over here. This is holy and you can't bring it. The Torah is actually giving you a definition or the Tam is Echageder. It's a defining. The reason is because Kodesh Kadoshim in the Misrulay Salu. Why aren't you allowed to bring up? Because the Mizbech is defined as Kodesh Kadoshim. As Eris Farbundun, Nit Midar Haloef, Ktoiris, Zoro, Oilon as a waiter. So it's not that those things shouldn't be brought up, but rather it's the Mizbeach which doesn't allow them to come up, nor mit Kiddush Mizbeach. It's not 
the level of the Ketoides and the Nesach and the Eula, it's something wrong with them, or it's something wrong that they should not be brought up, but rather it has to do with the holiness and the special sanctity of the Mizbech HaPnimi. You're not allowed to bring down, you're not allowed to lower the Mizbech of his Kedusha. So instead of saying, in other words, we don't say that the reason those things are not in the Mizbech, when we just learned the Pasuk, see, these avoidance cannot be done. As if that avoidance are somehow not to be done, it has it relates something to do with those particular avoidance. The Pasuk says, that it's not because those avoidance, it's because of the sanctity and the special level of the Mizbeach HaPnimi, which therefore cannot be touched for anything else in order not to degrade. This idea that we're saying now in the Pshat, in the Pasuk, that this is the Gedder, the Rebbe is going to use this in a following, in the following Oisius to explain the gather in Haloche from, as an offshoot from this simple meaning in the Rashi, in the Posik, in Haloche to explain how we detail and count certain mitzvahs that in our case the mitzvah of not to the prohibition against bringing up an oila and a mincha and a ktoida zora, in other words, not this ktoida zora, are not independent prohibitions that are you can't do this, you can't do A, you can't do B, you can't do C, you can't do them, but rather they're an offshoot of one mitzvah. It has to do the mizbech is holy. Because of its holiness, automatically it excludes any, any activity. So whatever activity you do, which is not specifically designed, the Ketoides and the Matandom, automatically those is considered to be a lowering, would lower the level of the Mizbech, and we can't do that. But because of this way of looking at it, they are not all separate prohibitions. They're not separate... Uh, uh, lavim, uh, but because they all stem from one, the mizbech is exalted. Nothing can be done in it, and these are not specific details. Which each one is a detail by itself, which would carry a prohibition by itself. But rather, they all stem from this, and there from the uh, positive, from the fact that the mizbech is holy, and therefore everything else is excluded, and therefore it's really only one love, as the Rebbe will explain Barichas later on. In the Ha'ore 15, uh, over here, uh, 15 with the star, uh, the Rebbe explains, and he says, one can seemingly challenge uh, this interpretation that it's all stems from the um, positive that the Migdash is Kodesh, then in the Pasuk then previously when the Torah uh, details all the things that cannot be done, the Torah says you cannot bring 
Ketayre Zara, you cannot bring an Ayla, an Amincha, and an Asham. But if, from the approach that we just pointed out now, that it all stems, that it's Kodesh, the Torah says, therefore you can't bring anything. Why mention and why articulate and detail various different Lavim, and also the language of Zara is used only in relationship to Ketoidus. The Rebbe explains in the order 14 over here, uh, somewhat Ba'ariches, the need of that, but that's going to be left for another time. We will continue in the meantime in the Pnim of the Sicha to the Oizva. In the next uh, few Oizias, the Rebbe is going to uh, explain how this Rashi we just learned is going to resolve the question of the Minchas Chinuch. But before that, uh, we're going to have a discussion over here about the general way, and we're going to bring some examples of how we count the mitzvahs. We know that the mitzvahs are 613. Uh, that's from the Gemara, that there are 613 mitzvahs. But exactly how the mitzvahs are divided up into 613, there is uh, various views about different things. And the uh, Rambam Sefer HaMitzvahs counts it, and the, uh, the Chinuch, as, as well as many other Sforim, that they uh, count, and they debate, and there's not always agreement, exactly which are counted for a mitzvah, which are the exact positive mitzvahs, the 248 positive mitzvahs, which are the 365 prohibitions from the 613 mitzvahs, and so on and so forth. So, um, in that discussion, you know, one one example is used, is brought down from Meiser Sheni. Meiser Sheni is, of course, certain years, the Torah, certain years, meaning during the seven-year cycle, uh, the Torah requires that a person, in addition to the trumas and maestras that he gives from his uh, produce, from his crops, uh, he should also take up uh, a maeser, which is called maeser sheni, a second tithing, that's after the first maeser, that he gives to the levi, and the truma to the koyen, so that he also go ahead and bring up the uh, maeser sheni, uh, to uh, Yerushalayim and eat it over there and to rejoice over there as the Pasuk goes on and talks about the uh, mitzvah of bringing up Maeser Sheni to Yerushalayim. Now, Maeser Sheni uh, includes basically uh, the Goncho, Tereshcha, uh, and Yitzarecha, that is the grain, that's the uh, uh, five different grains, the dogon, and tiresh, uh, and that's the wine, and then you have the yitzhar, then you have the oil. So these are basically the three kinds of, uh, three types of uh, items that the Torah required one to bring up to Yerushalayim. Then the Torah says that a prohibition, the Torah gives you a love, the Torah says 
that you're not permitted to eat in your cities, meaning outside of Yerushalayim. You're not allowed to eat the Meiser. This Meiser needs to and has to be eaten in Yerushalayim. And the Torah says, specifies, you can't eat Bisharecha, you can't eat the Meiser, whether it is the Goncha, whether it's the grain, or whether it's Tereshcha, whether it's the wine, or whether it's Vitzerecha, whether it's the oil. So, in the number of the mitzvahs that the Rambam would count, uh, in the prohibitions, the Rambam says that if a person will, for example, um, eat these three different types, it's, he made Meiser Sheni, he gave the Meiser Sheni from the Dogon Tirish and Yitzer, but then he went and he ate them outside of Yerushalayim. So the Rambam says he would get three separate Malkus. Three lashes, separate lashes. He violated three separate prohibition. The Rambam counts here three separate prohibition. One for eating the Dogon, one for eating the grain, one for eat, drinking the wine, and one for using the oil uh, outside of Yerushalayim, consuming the oil outside of Yerushalayim. For each one is a separate prohibition, and each one is a separate lashes. One can conceivably argue, well, he basically did one thing. He ate Meiser Sheni outside of Yerushalayim. Why should they be counted for uh, as different uh, as different and separate items? But yet we see, no, that each individual is counted separately, and if you ate all three of these items, and you ate them outside of Yerushalayim, you'd get three separate lashes. So, on one hand, we see that we consider that uh, to be separate mitzvahs. So each detail that the Torah mentions, uh, each one is counted as a separate lav in the number of the mitzvahs, and therefore there will be three sets of lashes. And then when we try to compare this, for example, to the prohibition that the Torah says against taking interest that means that when you uh, lend someone, you're not allowed to collect more than what you have given for the loan. So in the Torah, it also seems to uh, say two verses by that. The Torah says, As kaspecho leisitin loy beneshech, uvemarbis leisitin ochlecho. Meaning that when you give, uh, when you lend money, uh, don't give it to him, while biting him. Biting him means, uh, biting him is taking back more money and making him pay uh, ribis, making him pay extra. Uh, don't give him your money on the, uh, on the agreement to uh, bite him to take interest from him. And the Pasik continues in that same Pasik says, Uve marbis, marbis meaning to increase, to take ribis, take extra. You can't give him food and then gonna go ahead and take back more money, more food than what you gave. So that's also a level of interest. Now, 
In this case, we find it seems that the Torah tells us uh, two prohibitions over here. Uh, it says, don't give it b'neshech and marbet l'sit nechlecha. And yet, over here, it's only counted as one prohibition. If one uh, would uh, violate uh, this prohibition and give his money an interest, he won't get uh, two malchus. He would only get one malchus. The reality is he doesn't get any malchus at all for uh, this violation of a love of ribis because uh, you only give malchus uh, for a prohibition that you can't sort of uh, make do or make good. In the case of interest, one has still the ability to repay the interest that he has taken. So it's nitin lahashoven. So at the end of the day, you're not going to get malchus for it. But we're talking about conceptually, uh, to begin with, um, we're only talking about over there uh, a one-time malchus. He would not be uh, liable for two sets of malchus. So why is the difference, why is this different than the previous case where he eats meiser, so you're chayiv uh, for each one, uh, for each separate uh, act, and here we're saying only one. Now, furthermore, um, over here, over there, the Torah just uses the word loy once. It says, loy suchal. Uh, you can't eat outside of Yerushalayim in your cities you can't eat it just says one time loy but here it says then it says again loy uh, and yet over there there is only one violation it's only one love so the Rambam in the Sefer HaMitzvah he gives the reason why it's only counted for one mitzvah because in the end of the day, these two prohibitions with regards to interest are always together. In other words, we cannot separate them uh, one, one from the other. In other words, you cannot bite Neshech uh, without Marbis, and you cannot be Marbis without Neshech. It means that any time that you take interest, what you're doing is you're biting and that's how you're taking interest. So you can't separate the two. If the Torah repeats the same prohibition twice uh, without changing, there's no difference. So then, in that case, uh, there would only be one love. The Torah sort of repeats the same love. We won't count it for a second love. We won't get you a second set of lashes because... The Torah just re-emphasizing and re-strengthening the same prohibition. The only time that you will get a uh, uh, an extra uh, lashes, we say that it's a different. It, it is when it changes something. But if they're both uh, always there, uh, then there is no. Uh, uh, it's only repeating itself. Then there's only a. We say that it's for more force, but there is no separate love. There's no separate violation. So, but the Rebbe asks, still in, in Isaiah, but since Enochanami, it let it be true that they're both 
connected that you can't do Neshech without Ribis and Ribis without Neshech, but the way the Torah describes, it describes them in different scenarios. So when the Torah talks about Neshech, it talks about uh, money. It says, uh, And when it talks about uh Marbis, uh, it says, So why don't we say that, yes, it's true, it's the same violation of Neshech and Marbis, but it expresses itself in two different items. Let's say, for example, the Torah would have just said, So Without saying the word marbis, not changing. So it's the same, because Kaneshech and marbis is the same as the Rambam explains. But let's say the Torah would have just said, as Kaspacha, Vesochlecha, Lesitin Lebeneshech. Then we should say the same thing as we say with regards to eating the Maisheshene outside of Eretz Yisrael. There too, outside Menach of Yerushalayim. Because over there too, it's just the for the Dagoncha you're chayiv separately, for the Tereshcha you're chayiv separately, and for the Yitzorecha uh, you're chayiv separately. So here you should be chayiv separately, one for the Kaspacha and one for Ochlecha. So if a person should say, for instance, uh, and if a person should give um, money and uh, and food, as interest, it should be two lavim over there. And there should be two sets of lashes, but it's it's not so much in the game right now. The Rebbe doesn't emphasize this point over here, but the idea is, why aren't they two lavim? Because there are two bodies over here. They're two separate. They express themselves, just like Meiser Shani eating outside of Yerushalayim expresses itself in each body separately in the Dogen Tiresh Chitzarecha, why does it not express itself the same thing by uh, Ribis of uh, Neshech over there? And the difference between the prohibition of Meiser and the prohibition of Ribis is because by the prohibition of Meiser, each one of these details is the source for the prohibition. But the uh, the kaspacha, the the example of money and oichel, as the Gemara says, those are just examples. Again, that's another discussion from the Gemara. But the 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 the, the fact is that by the mitzvah of ribis, it's not the food and it's not the money, which is the issue. The issue is ribis. Is Neshech and Ribis are both together. You're biting, you're taking Ribis. They both happen together. And the Torah's Kaspacha and Eichel are not really the issue over here. It's not, doesn't make the difference. The difference is it's Neshech and Tarbis. And Neshech and Tarbis are one and the same. And therefore, it's really not separate Surim. As opposed to the prohibition of Loituchal. Over there, the details, the Torah mentions, why does the Torah not just say, Outside of Yishalayim, the fact that the Torah mentions separately, is because each one of them is a separate prohibition.
And over here it's not a separate prohibition because it's the main thing is the neshach, it's the marbis, the 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 the, the example it's the kasef and 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 and, and the oichel are just are just used as scenarios to give the example what you can't give b'neshach, but they're not a defining point. But over there, they're they're not the definition. But mashenki by ma'aser sheni, it is the ma'aser sheni which it's the gonchot tereshchutzerech that the Torah gives specified because otherwise the Torah would give you one example instead of saying all the details over here. By Neshech and 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 and, and Marbis, there are only one example. One is from Kesem, and one is from Eichel. It gives you a different example, but it's not the Kesem and the Eichel which make up the Yisur. But based on this idea that when the Torah mentions details, then those details become important, and therefore they become separate violations. So it would seem, based on this logic, so in our previous Pasek, before the Pasek, when the Torah says not to bring up on the Mizbech HaPnimi, and the Torah doesn't just say, don't bring up a strange carbon on the uh, on the Mizbech HaPnimi. The Torah says over there, and then it says, and then it says, so the Torah mentions all the details. Why aren't all of these details, when we take a look in the counting of the mitzvahs, we don't count them for separate mitzvahs. We count them all as one mitzvah, one prohibition. But why don't we count the each one of them as a separate prohibition? The Ketoris and the Oila and the Mincha and the Nesach, if you bring other Ketoris, not the Ketoris that the Torah prescribed, if you bring an Oila, if you bring a Mincha and you bring a Nesach, and the Rebbe goes through, even if you're going to say that they're all included in the word loisalu, but at least there's a separate prohibition that says loisishu olov. So at least for a libation and loisalu, there should be at least two, or maybe even more. But why do we say over here that all those who count the mitzvahs, the Rambam and the Smag and the Ramban, everybody would count this as one mitzvah? That's the problem that the Minchas Chinuch asks. But based on the Rebbe's interpretation in Rashi, that when the Posse comes and tells us, Ki Kodesh Kodoshim, who? So that we're saying that the Posse himself is defining and is saying that it's not the details, but that the definition of this prohibition is. The fact that the Mizbech is Kodesh and all the other things as a result from it, that's why we don't look anymore on the details, but we only look at the fact that it's a result from the fact that we cannot take away from the Mizbech. So why Take does the Torah count all these details? But that again is connected to the Ha'ara 15 in which the Rebbe explains... Uh, the necessary uh, purpose of teaching them all, uh, but that doesn't take away from the main concept that Kikoidish Kodoshim, that there is Kodesh Kodoshim Lashem, is the reason and is the definition for the prohibition of bringing anything 
else, but not as independent, but as uh, as uh, as an outcome of the fact that the Mikdash is Mizbeach is 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 Kodesh Kadoshim, and therefore we cannot degrade it and we cannot lower its kedusha by bringing other things. Now let's learn inside. Oizvov. In Rashi, in Rashi, there also exists wondrous things. Also from the other sections of Torah, so which means not only in the simple meaning, the pshat, but there's also other parts of Torah which come come to out in Rashi. So we see it in this over here. Viduch Rashi's pirush that through Rashi's commentary, Hamizbeach mekudosh chulu that the Mizbeach is holy. Vert farent for takashe. This is going to answer a question in chelik halacha shebetayra in the section of the halacha of Toyra. Ubahagdim. First, I have to introduce this: that love, the prohibition of lisucha lechel bishadecha. You shall not. Eat. You cannot eat in your cities. The tithing of the corn and the wine and the oil. They are counted in the number of mitzvahs. They are counted as three separate prohibitions. You're not permitted to eat outside of Yerushalayim. First, you can't eat the the maizasheni made that is comes from the grain, maizasheni shall tirish or the maizasheni that comes from the wine, or maizasheni shall yitzur and the maizasheni that comes from the oil. Umven einer est maizasheni fundogon, and if one shall eat the maizasheni of the grain, and then also together with it the tirish the wine, un yitzur and oil. Outside of Yerushalayim, then he would deserve, he would get three times lashes for violating three separate prohibitions. Anders is the law, but it's different with the prohibition of that you cannot, the Torah's prohibition of against giving to the uh, borrower your money for biting him. Or the marbis, or to collect more. Leisit nochlecha, don't give your food, which is the pasuk in Bahar. Perik chafei pasuk lamedzayin. Vas ervert girechon b'minyan hamitzvus. He is counted in the number of mitzvus and sefer hamitzvus. To the Rambam, b'min norfarein love is only counted as one prohibition. Now, if it wasn't a prohibition that you can return which means that it's not something that you can make up after you have taken it. And then he would have deserved Malchus for it. So then he would have only uh, deserved one time Malchus because it's only one prohibition. But it would seem on the contrary, when you try to compare the prohibitions as it is by Maiser Sheni to the prohibition as it is by Ribuis, it seems on the contrary. By Maiser, the Gondcha Teresh but with regards to the tithing and eating of the Dogon Teresh outside of Yushalayim, the Torah only uses the word Loi once. 
Und bei Neshach wird Tarbis steht zweimal Leute, but bei Neshach und Tarbis the Torah writes two times no. First it says as Kaspcha Loi sit in Loi by Neshach, and then it says of Marbis Loi sit in Achlecha. So there's two times Loi. Hein Farvos Werter Gerechen Blois Vein Love. So why should we only count it as one prohibition, even though it's two times Loi? Steht der Time der Rev. So the reason given for this in the Sefer Hamitzvus is Val I Ata Moitzin Neshach Blois Sarbis Blois Sarbis Blois Neshach because we cannot have, uh, you can't bite somebody without at the same time also increasing, and you can't increase, uh, and therefore, Nashach Tarbis ain't in so they're really one and the same thing. So even though the Torah warns about the same thing twice, so then the two times that the Torah warns you, even though it says two times, ain't sivui. They're really just one command. But that same instruction has been repeated two times just to strengthen the matter. And we know this is a rule by all prohibitions that when the Torah repeats, the same thing is really same thing by the positive. As when Ein and the Zalbert Easter when one, the same prohibition, state in Torah come upon him, it says in the Torah many times. Although when you transgress him is Rabis, then you are transgressing many warnings because the Torah warned you many times about it. But but in the number of mitzvahs, it's only counted for ein love, for one love as the zabrinian. It's the same again. So one can ask on this. It would seem, Let it be true that neshech and tarbis ibalze can and it zayin einer on the mandrin since they cannot be one without the other zayin as echodemil so they're really one thing ibald over as the posik rechent ois since the posik nevertheless enumerates oich diprotimasurim neshech v'tarbis also the details that are prohibited neshech v'tarbis uzei zayin farshidin so the examples are different. The Torah uses here the example of money and here the example of food. But on Kesev and Eichel is doch nicht scheich zu sagen. You cannot apply the same concept. You can't find one with the other one. One is money and one is a food. So then it would seem that the prohibition should be uh, separated. Uh, in Tzvei Lav, in two separate prohibitions. Ein Lav of Kesef, one for money, and Ein Lav of Eichel, and one for food. Vidos is by Misr, the same as it is by the prohibition of Lesucha Lechel Bisharecha, that you cannot eat in your gates, meaning in your cities, outside of Yerushalayim. It's the same prohibition of eating Meiser outside, but it manifests itself in different bodies, whether it's the Gonchot, Tereshchavitzarecha. Then you count for three prohibitions. Is the Asbar in them? So, what is the explanation? The prohibition of not eating uh, in the cities is not the Klolus, it's a pool, it's not the general act for eating outside of the wall of Yerushalayim. It's for eating the grain, Maiser Tirish for eating the wine, or Maiser Yitzar for eating the Maiser Yitzar. 
How do we see this? That is proven from the fact that Torah enumerates the Gonch Tirashchavitzarecha. Why does the Torah have to say each one of them? When there is a need koil to zamit and loshla to halachlam. Why does the Torah not just say you can't eat them? Them, all of them. On the far zan is a drabis under the So you see the two separate lavim. Torah emphasizes each one. Over here, the emphasis is not We're not talking about the loan, the particulars is the kesef and the oichel. Because kesef and oichel are not here, they're just scenarios. Because when the Torah says the Torah isn't talking just money over here when Torah says you can't give it on interest is not talking just about food they both mean everything and these are just scenarios Nor the main thing is when it comes to the interest nor the Easter is it's just generally of lending money for interest as in the Pula Hasura since in the act which is prohibited for Navo Beribis is it doesn't make a difference what you lend for interest. Whether it's through money or through food, it's the same idea of interest. Or anything. That's why it's only counted for one prohibition. Oishes apikol anal, but based on all the above, but lachayri gedaft oiskum and lagabedem isur. So it would have seemed that with regards to the prohibition of loisalol of kitoyde zora, not to bring on to the mizbeach the strange kitoydes, not prescribed kitoydes, which is brought every day, once in the morning and once in the afternoon by the koyin. So another kitoydes, and then the oila or bringing an oila onto the mizbeach ha-pnimi, or a mincha, or a meal offering onto it, or v'neisach l'sischol, or making a libation, as we do on the mizbeach ha-chitzayin, you can't do it on it, so was the Apostle Zokni them Isur in an Eifim Kloli. The Torah doesn't say it in a general way, Loi Salu Olof Korban Zor. Don't bring up a strange Korban. Not Eriz Mefarid, Protim. The Torah details here, details. It says, Ketoides, Oilo, Mincho, Neisach. It gives you all the details of here. Umen Zoldos, Eintelm, Infir, Infir, Bezunder Lavin. This should be divided into four separate prohibitions. Bedugmas Maiser, Degon, Chotoresh, Chotoresh, Similar to over there, which for each mentioned item you get a separate law. And the Rebbe says, even if you're going to argue this, even if one will argue with regards to the first three details, as I use again, Allah Rain, since they're all included in Loisalu Olaf, because the Torah starts, don't bring up upon him, so Torah includes them all. In the Easter, the by the Klolos Hapula. So that means that the main prohibition is the act, Funhalo Alamizbeach, that it's bringing up on the Mizbeach, or Nit, Dalo, Fun Ketoides, Fun Oilo, Fumincha. And it's not the details, but it's just bringing up because there's a Slesalu. So that would only fit for these three together. But But as far as the libation, he does not go on. He's not included. What is it? The Torah says, Don't put a libation on him. So it should definitely seemingly come out as there is a that it's a separate prohibition. 
Ein love halo. One is to bring up on the mizbech. One has to wait a love, separate love. And nisuchal mizbech to pour a libation. Or bilshen amichas chinuch. As the milk is uses Achilles Mizbech, which is Mizbech, is either the Mizbech eating and drinking the Mizbech. Or the Poyal Zenmir, and in actuality we see as Alamayna Hamitzvah, that all those who count the Mitzvahs, the Rambam, the Smag, the Sefer Mitzvah Godel, the Chain Mashmadas Ramban, it's also, that seems like the Ramban holds this way. Rechen is for love, they all come from one love. Is the Kashe Frek the Milk is this question is asked by the Milchus Chinuch. Um, he remains with this needs to have a great, uh, great problem. We need to look into this very deeply. Very, uh, it's a problem. But according to Rashi's explanation, so this answers this question is simply answered. Learn Rashi. Rashi learns that the pasuk Gufa is Mazbir. The verse itself explains that Tama Isur. The reason for the prohibition from Loisalu going with Loisischo. The Torah says why Loisalu Loisischo. Ados is valder mizbeach is kodesh kadoshim. That is because the mizbeach is holy of holies. And is mekudesh the dvarim alol bilavad. He's only mekudesh. He's only holy for these things. V'loy lavei dacheres. And not for other things. Is doch farshtandik. So then it's understood from the Pasik saying this as the Isur Do that what is the prohibition over here? Bashtait, it consists not in the protim, it's not about the details. From Ktoiris Oilo Mincho Nesach, from Ktoiris Oilo Mincho and Libation. Or that I feel in the protim, or even to divide it in between, from Achilles Mbech, Ustias Mizbech, that eating or drinking is Bech. Nor, was Mentute Fiman Inyan to Vosaris Nit Mukudish. Just doing something which is not sanctified for is already the that's the point. The Baldas in the Pula Surafantonafimanaveda and since in the act that is prohibited to do anything different on it, is Dokhmitokinafkimina, so then it doesn't make a difference. Whether it's done through bringing an offering of incense, or through libation, that's why it's counted as one prohibition. But similar to borrowing an interest, doesn't matter because the details, the Kaspchadnesh, aren't important over here. It's the loan. In this case, it's bringing up on the Mizbech something that doesn't belong there. And according to this, we understand was that Easter from that the uh, prohibition not for other service the Torah doesn't say this The Torah says it by saying the positive that it's holy. Was from them up. According to the, from this, according to Rashi, Rashi, we learn that you cannot do it. It's Kodesh Kadoshim, but not for anything else. In an So we learn it in a way from the positive. We learn the prohibition. Definition of the prohibition bin that you're not allowed to do other avedas, strange avedas, is don or to So then there is room to say you can argue as yet that avedas that each type of service is a separate prohibition. but as the gather isur. Since, however, the definition of the prohibition consists of not changing what it is made for the positive. The mizbeach, the mizbeach from them was that is mekudesh dvar ba'avad. 
changing it from the fact that it's sanctified just for these items is not enough in it. So then it makes no difference. The vechan avedim and is made the meich the mizbech mikdushosoi through which type of service you are going to descend to take it down from Mizkidusha. And therefore it's all considered part of one prohibition because either way what you're doing is you're taking it down from its level that it's supposed to be on from the together of Gedusha. Now the Rebbe goes over to explaining uh, these concepts that we've learned uh, before about the first of all about the Mizbeach HaPanimi and the Mizbeach HaChitzid uh, representing uh, in the person's uh, heart, in the person's human service to Hashem, the two levels of the person's Pneumius Alev and the Hitzonius Alev. And uh, the Rebbe is going to explain how uh, that the avoidus, the services that is done with the outer of the heart have no room when the service is connected to the Pneumius Alev. And the Pneumius Alev those services that take place in Kitsani Salev uh, are things that are automatically uh, excluded, just like from Mizbech Apnimi, they weren't allowed to do the Avoidis, uh, the services that are done on the Kitsani Salev. And also, this ties in later on with the um, idea of how to um, divide uh, the Isur. Over here, that it's really all stems from uh, one uh, point that it's Kodesh Kodoshim, and that's why everything else uh, is not, um, is not, uh, cannot bring upon it, and how this manifests itself in Avodas Hashem, where in mitzvahs, sometimes mitzvahs in generally are considered divided as they come down into the level of performance of the human beings. The mitzvahs are separate. Um, and then there is the mitzvah as they are related to the one who commands the mitzvah, like Hashem, who tells us to do the mitzvah. The particulars of that mitzvah isn't the important part because it's all the rots in Hashem. And we'll learn inside. Oistas. Those matters of the wine of Torah, the inner part of Torah, which is now Rashi. So we've been talking about the Mizbech that was inside of the Hechel and the Mizbech that stood outside in the courtyard. So what is the difference between the inner Mizbech and the outer Mizbech? Is mevuyer in Chasidus? Chasidus explains as mizbeach achitzin. The other outer mizbeach is bechinas malchus de atzilus. That represents the level of malchus of the world of atzilus. Vizikum tarop in oylem es as it descends already in the worlds of bia. It's outside. It's in the courtyard. It's already uh, come down to the level of briitzia was the Pharisee Gishtan and Nitinechel. That's why it wasn't in the actual room of the Mishkan, nor in Chotzer, but rather it stayed in the courtyard. And in Beis Amigdosh, in the Beis Amigdosh, in the Azor, it was in the courtyard. Here it was in the yard, over there it was in the section of the Azor, which was outside of the Beis Amigdosh. On the other hand, Umizbech Apnimi, 
the inner mizbech is bechinas tiferes deatzilus. That is the level in atzilus, which is tiferes. But his hecher from tzuyeret zayin, which is higher, it cannot descend in bia. It finds itself in the room. On the far is der mizbech given in hechel. That's why this mizbech was in the hechel. Und das ist euch der Tam, this is also the reason, was euch Mizbeach hachitzin, that on the outer Mizbeach hat me makri given karbonis, sacrifices were brought on the Mizbeach hachitzin, und euch Mizbeach hapenimi hat me bloiz makri given ketoides, on the inner Mizbeach no karbonis, only the incense. Und kein karbonis hat me nefim nit ketort makri sein, and you weren't allowed to bring Karbonis on the inner Mizbech. Because, so what's the idea behind it? Well, Karbonis, because the idea of Karbonis sacrifices is that Indian from Berurim. That's the idea of sorting things out, which means you got to pick things out, the good from the bad. But does is Shaykh not in Eilam Where does it apply to say Berurim, to sort things out and pick things out? It's only in Briyitzirasiya, in the words Briyitzirasiya. Valdort is Dodi Metzias von Ra, because in Briyitzirasiya there exists Ra. Darfman Dribe Mevarer sein dem Toy von dem Ra. Therefore, it's necessary to sort out and take out the good from the bad. Ober in Atzilus, but in the world of Atzilus is Nechayich came Berurim. Over there, it doesn't apply. There's no sorting out over there. Bad does not live with you. Meaning in Atzilus, which is you, over there is no Ra. So therefore, what did the service consist of over there? In Ketoides, that consisted in bringing the incense. Ketoides vasinyone is nit birurim, that uh, its uh, aspect, what it does, is not sorting out, nor is kashrus. It's ketira comes from loshin naring, meloshin mechat ketira is katarna, which was used by Rav Shemarechoi. With one knot, I've knotted with you. So the loshin of knotted being night of to knot yourself and tie yourself. I've to myself zayin to add in the kashrus to myberstin in connecting to Hashem. So the Mizbech HaPnimi is basically to connect to Hashem, whereas the Mizbech HaChitzin is to purify and to sort out and to pick out the good from the bad. In the Tzvei Madreges for Mizbech HaChitzin, Mizbech HaPnimi, the same thing is as it applies to the two levels of the inner, uh, in outer Mizbech and the inner Mizbech Sheba Odom, which is exists in the man, but in the person, the human being. Because all matters as they manifest itself in the Mishkan and the Migdosh, also exist in the human soul. So in the outer that is the level of the outer part of the heart. Over there it applies and as Darvzain it needs to be Davoida from Birurim. There you have to have the service of sorting things out. Uh, but when we talk about the inner mizbech in the heart of the person, is that is the inner part of the heart. Over there, 
this idea of sorting things out does not apply. In the Avoidish Mitzad, on the Avoidish Mitzad, what is the service of the inner of the heart? Is to connect yourself in a deeper way with Hashem. What does this all mean? Explains in Oisyut. In Einfach Oisyus Hastus, what does this mean in simple words? Aid, a Jew, a Neshama Beguf, which is a soul dressed up in a body. So, because of the fact that you're dressed up in a body, so therefore he needs to occupy himself not just study Torah and the fulfillment, the observance of the mitzvahs, but he needs to also be involved in optional matters as such as vi, such as eating and drinking. But these optional matters, Dafen Zain, they need to be with the Mishnah Zokt, as the Mishnah states, that all that you do, all your doings, meaning the mundane doings, should be for the purpose of, of the heaven. So that's on one level, or even in a higher level, in all of your ways, you should know Hashem. So that means that even though you occupy yourself with physical and worldly matters, optional matters, but yet you do them in a way that you do them for the purpose of heaven, or you actually bring by the knowledge of heaven through those uh, ways that you serve Hashem. So, so therefore one may think, as we bowed, since also these optional matters, he doesn't just do them, but he does them for the sake of heaven. What does it mean when we say L'Shem Shemaim? Because the Amitis Apirush in L'Shem Shemaim, the true meaning of for the sake of heaven, is as an Kavone is Tondi Divre Reshus, is that his intention is to do these optional matters, is in Gansen L'Shem Shemaim, it's only for the sake of heaven. Um Ba'im Zainin in Demli Tarangimisht, and by him there doesn't mix in Kenshum Andra Kavones, there's no other intentions. He's doing it totally for the sake of heaven. So, this is even on the highest form of doing it. When Allah has come of a Kamo, and even more so, not only that he's doing it totally for Shem Shemayim, but in the Divra Rishus Gufa, that in these optional matters, is by the Imdoder Da'eyu, he brings about the knowledge, Yudiyas Alakus, from these optional matters. So, the person sees, so it's not so bad dealing with. Uh, these optional matters. So the person thinks, therefore, since it's not so bad, because he's anyways doing So therefore, he should, he's also permitted to do all these physical matters, also with the inner of his heart. So therefore, of this, with regards to this, we say, that after all the great advantages that one has by doing the optional matters with they are your deeds your actions your ways their actions and paths way of the human they need to be done without a 
heart. Meaning not to lie in this. You can accomplish this without doing it and putting your heart in it. Leva Lev, in this context, he's translating it, Nit mit beide madrege shebelev. Beloy Leva Lev, not with both parts of the heart. Chitzoynis alev, umplimis alev. Don't use both. Your outer heart and inner heart. Nor beloy mit chitzoynis alev. Do it only with the external part of the heart. Pnimis alev. The inner part of heart needs to be just used for Kedusha. And here Rashi adds to you as the Geder HaIsur that what is the definition of the prohibition from not to bring any oil or a mincha onto the Mizbeach HaPnimi what does this mean? This prohibition in the spiritual service, in the human service to Hashem, in the soul of a person. It means that you can't use these the inner heart for worldly matters, which is Lesalu on the Mizbayach. So now we're going to learn the definition. What does it mean that the inner heart should not get involved with the optional matters? The definition is that it's only sanctified for these matters, for the holy matters, for ketoides, not for any other service. As the that the worldly matters, even when they have the highest level that they are, for from the EU, and even if they bring you to knowledge of Hashem, the higher level, they need to be so distant. Not only you don't do it, but they need to be so distant from primis alev from the inner heart. Bis as menzolzi gordi darfen shoylozai to the extent you don't even have to exclude them. They don't belong there so much that you don't have to say no that they don't belong there. Al derech v'medafen shoylozai. Similar, we don't have to exclude and say as a choch mekemenit on top of the hand. It gives the example of the tanya that. A such a deep wisdom that you cannot touch it with the hand. When why can't you say that? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Wisdom is not touchable with the hands. You can't say it's so deep that you can't touch it with the hands. Was that etzim Because if you have to exclude and say that this is not it, that shows that there is some connection. You're saying, well, it's not it, because, but it means that there is some connection there. To saying that it's not what you think it is. But you have to exclude it. So it means that it's connected. You say, no, it doesn't belong there. So instead of having to have a connection and then you have to say, no, it doesn't even belong there. It doesn't make sense. You can't touch a seichel with your hands. It doesn't make any sense. The... Other avoiders, the avoiders of Bidagashmis are so distant from the person's primis alev, he doesn't need to even exclude them, nor as his own They're automatic in of themselves they're excluded primis alev. Durchdem was the primis since his inner is Mekudosh Ladvarim Alolo Bilvad, it's only holy for these matters, and it's Farainzik Metoiro Mitzvah Tachzayichot. He's united with the Torah and the Mitzvahs with total unity. In Anefim Bilvad, it's in a way that that's all, that's it. There's nothing else there. Is a Memelin the Tachzayichot Sebes Under, so automatically he doesn't 
belong to anything else. So his Panimi Zalaiva only belongs there, not because you have to exclude it, because it's just devoted, there's no room for anything else. Even something which is called Avaida, because it is called an Avaida, but not for the Mizbeach Panimi. But this is an Avaida Cheres, because this is another other service. So this is the general idea now about the Mizbeach, and the Mizbeach Panimi Mizbeach and it shows us how the Mizbeach HaPnimi has to be reserved not for the Chitzindike matters, which is the Korbanis, which is Birurim, uh, and even L'Shem Shemayim, Drachecha Da'eyu, which is Inyorim of Shoah, but the Pnimi Salev has to be like the Mizbeach HaPnimi, only for Ketoidus, only of unity with Hashem, connected only for holy things, for Torah Mitzvahs, which connects the person to Hashem. But the Rashi's definition adds to that, that this connection to Hashem should be so strong that it should be Mekudosh Levadi, that not to anything else, meaning that other things that are not, even though they're Kedusha, they're Anavoida, Sbechod Rachechadayu, you don't even have to exclude them because you are so much full with the levadi in the service in the Kedusha and the Ketoidus to Hashem that we don't have to exclude it. So that's the first step of the Rashi. Now we're going to see how it also connects to the other aspect that we learned out from the Rashi with regards to being only one prohibition even though the Torah separates them and says two Azharis, Leisalu Oila and Leisischol of Nesach, but yet it really all stems from one. The Rebbe is going to explain now in Oishid Avapiha. Now, based on the above, is Oichfarstandik the time we also understand the reason and the inner matter of things with the Tzvei Azharis, that these two warnings, Leisalu Olov, Goimir, Leisischol Olov, and they should not pour the libations. When we count them in the number of mitzvahs, for ein love, we count them only for one love. Chotch, although, because of the severity of the prohibition, the Torah did divide them that you one will transgress uh, to love him but there is really counted only for one love. Torah does divide them, but and say, but still they're only counted as one love. This concept of being counted for one love, even though it's two separate. So he says like this: What does it mean when mitzvahs are divided into separate? What is the idea that mitzvahs are separate? These chalkus in mitzvahs the separation, the dividing, that mitzvahs, commands of Hashem are divided. This, that they are, in the number of 613, is in the Darge von Gilui. That's in the level of mitzvahs as they are revealed, meaning the mitzvahs to us come down in a number of 613. Then they are referred to Orchos Havaye, they're the paths, passages of Havaye in a plural, and Tilim Chofhei, Posik Yud, the Torah calls them Orchos, ways of Hashem, because at that point they have separated into 613 mitzvahs. 
Taryag Orchim, there are 613 uh, passes, the ways. But it's different from the perspective from the one who commands the mitzvah, which is the Baal Horotzin, the one who wants those mitzvahs. The mitzvahs are the Rotzin, but the Baal Horotzin, the one who commands these mitzvahs, over there, it's a level of Oirach Tzadikim, which is in Mishlei Posig Dalit Posig Yudches, Loshin Yochid, which is Chad Orcha. There's only one way, because there's only one mitzvah, listen to Hashem. Over there, it's not the separation of different mitzvahs, but just a mitzvah means to obey Hashem. A Zainan Ober Faran mitzvahs, but within mitzvahs itself. So, what does it mean? Sometimes some mitzvahs are divided and some not. Even after they come down into the level where the Rotsim becomes revealed, you can sense in them and feel in them openly the power of the commander. We sense in those mitzvahs. <coughs> we can say this is the reason that we don't separate these two mitzvahs of not to bring up and not to pour libation. The eating and the drinking of the Mizbeach are not divided because you don't sense over there the difference. Even as they come out openly as a mitzvah already in this world, they're still connected to the inner of the heart, in where the essence of the soul, the level of Yechida rests, which is connected with Atzmus, and therefore uh, that connection causes the mitzvahs not to be separated, because by Atzmus, by the Metzave, they're not separate. And because these mitzvahs, Begilu, are still connected to the Atzim and Neshama, they manifest itself that they're not separate mitzvahs. Now, as far as the reward and punishment, that aspect of the mitzvah, they divide themselves. That level of spirituality is connected with the revelation. We're talking about punishment, reward. It's already something which is in the open with revelation level. Over there, the Torah divided them to pro, to divided them that you transgressing two separate prohibitions was bevised. Afmer choymer by iser. This represents a stringent in the iser. Bemele merbes charvei neshuruchne. So there is more reward and more penalty on the spiritual level. But in minyan hamitzvus, but when we count them as the mitzvah, not in the aspect of what reward or how serious they are. What kind of mitzvah was in the gates of Tzivu Gufa? This is connected to the command itself. And that's also connected to Malkus, which is Shmais Naidish and Guf, that is beating a Jewish body. Which a Jewish body is connected to the level of Atmos, is as Blois ain't love. That's only one love. It's Lamaila Mishalkus. It's something which is above separation. Because this has a connection to the essence of that mitzvah, so even when it comes out, there is no two malchus. So it's too loving, but not too 
uh, to Malchus. Since all matters of the revealed part of Torah, not only the laws of Torah, but also the ways how we learn things, are derived, they come as a result and a reaction and evolve from the way this matter is in the inner part of Torah. So from this we understand, that the revelation of this Hashem's Rotzen, is essence of His will, which is that this can extend only that when the uh, negation of all matters of the world in in the service of man is in that it's only when it comes in a way that is automatic. So that when the person's pnimi salev is in a level uh, that it's um, automatically, that the pnimi salev doesn't have anything to do, that it's shoylel, then it shines that higher level of the rotznats. Azoivi in nigla, just like in the revealed part. Those was salu This that don't bring up and don't prolabation unto the misbeach apnimi rechen and zichfarein laver considered for one is as mitzadem. The reason why they come is was they gather isur bezei is atitzor. The reason why uh, it comes like that. Why do we learn that? Is it's a result from because we learn out that it's only Kodesh Kadoshim that causes this halacha to be one malchus, one love. So the same thing is with Primus Yonim, the fact that we are uh uh that it's Mikudash that makes it only one love. Der Biur in dem is, in Pnimis Aleif Gufe, seine Faran zwei Madreges. In the inner level of the heart itself, there are two levels. Aleph, number one, you have Haores Nekudas Haleif, that is the shine of the point of the heart. Ubichlolus, and generally speaking, that is Bechinas Chaya, the level of Chaya. But dos hot noch ashaiches that still has some connection to koiches agluyim to the revealed powers. When in der madrege and in this level, chodzi is hechafun avodes habirurim, although it's higher than the service of birurim of sorting and picking things out. Hot aber di inyone, hamun aber di inyone ha'ilam. But yet the worldly matters, that need to be uh, sorted out, they still have uh, some 
importance so that at least you need to exclude them. That's in level number one. Number base is atzmius nekudas halev. That is the essence of the point of the heart. Ubechlolus. That is bechinas yichida. The level of yichida. Vashot kenshum shaychesnik, which has no connection, nitzu koiches hagiluyin, not to the revealed powers. Ubemele zayin the inyone ha'ilam. So. Therefore, automatically, the worldly matters are mushlul dot b'derech memela are excluded there just automatically. On dosis der biur in them, and this is the explanation in the dosis der biur in them was the rotzin atzmi shalomaylo mihischalkus that this rotzin atzmi which is higher than his chalkus that this gal davke that re, only becomes revealed. Bishas the inyoni ha'elom zayin and mushlo b'derech memela when the worldly matters are uh, discounted automatically. Calls man the inyoni ha'elom habenoch ba'im atfisos episatfisos walking as long as the worldly matter do have some importance. They take up space. They're important to him. On a darzi shaylul zayin and he needs to exclude them. Is a that is evidence as by him is nizgale given that by him was revealed blois bechinas chayy only the level of chayy. For he is noch mit far einzig betachlis ayichud mit atzmus, which is not yet totally united with the level of atzmus. Davke only then by him zaynen oiser elokus that by the person anything besides godliness alin yon. All matters are considered another service. And excluded uh, automatically because of the revelation of the level of Yechida. But thus is over there there is no tilting and there is no pulling to the sides. Then he reaches to the revelation of the Rotzen uh, of Hashem, the Atzmis de Kerotzen, while Yechida is Farenzik mit Yochid, because the level of Yechida is combined and united with Yochid. Chavuko Udvuko Boch Yechida Leyachdo, as the Tfila, as we say in Ashainis, the Nuschat Tfila, that she is connected and cleaves to you, and in a way of a unity to be the Yechida Leyachdo. This is from Sichas Shabbos Parshas Tetzaveh, Tovshin Chofeh.